Oh my god, I'm starting to shake, man. I know. Just don't open yourself up to them. Trying, man. Do I'm not trying. say you're starting to shake. Okay. I am don't open yourself up to them. That can be dangerous. Come here! Do it! Stop running! Go back in. Do not run! Go back in. Come fight me in the dark. I want to provoke the hell out of him. <laughs> yeah. With more confidence. With more confidence. Stumble through that one. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Come Fight Me in the Dark, the internet's only podcast with the courage to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> the courage to fuck. With the courage to declare full-on battles against Zach Bagans and his boys. There we go. Kind of. Oh, oh wow. I could probably I could probably cut yeah, that together. I, I think I did. <laughs> yeah, you can you can cut <laughs> it's gonna sound like the, the spirit radio. <laughs> magic everywhere in this bitch. So you know, we're starting off on the second episode of season two of Ghost Adventures, and this is a monumental episode because this is the first time mm-hmm. that uh Zach and his team have to deal with uh, people of other cultures who speak other languages. Holy moly. I got a uh, English to Spanish little dictionary thing and uh, Matanza, los franceses. Did you do that? Did you Matanza? Let's go down back again, finally, to Florida to discuss Ghost Adventures Season 2, Episode 2, Castillo de San Marcos. If they think that they're going to protect us for while we're in here, no, we're not. We're getting locked in. If they want us out, they're going to have to throw us over that damn wall. Oh my god, this one, <laughs> this fucking one. Yeah, yeah. What's what's your initial thoughts? What's your initial thoughts of uh, you know the boys declaring full on battle against yeah, this fort against the, <laughs> against the Spanish. Um, it's, uh, it's weird. Yeah. This is definitely one of the weakest evidence-wise that they've produced. And you can tell, this is my rule of thumb. It's how much time they spend faffing around. And, like, at least a third of the episode is them just goofballing, going on side quests, talking to people who don't matter. And some real dumb, like, Three Stooges level, like... (laughs) <laughs> like fucking around so yeah slapstick just, comedy just real stupid shit it's it's the meanness of the three stooges without the humor because yeah this is a, more than any other episode the the most abuse per minute that we see aaron goodwin take so far please don't hurt me i'm not here to be hurt yeah, maybe that's another good good example of like how likely the episode is to be good. It's <laughs> like if 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 they need to spend so much time just taking out their anger on Aaron, <laughs> it's probably because the episode sucks and nothing's yeah. happening. Yeah. Yeah, Zach needs to get his rage out somehow, you know. And <laughs> And the thing is, he gets nice and turgid. There's he gets uh, blue ball. He gets edged. This whole episode, oh, yeah. he is getting edged. He's hard. getting paranormally edged. Come and he's doing that to introduce the location at Castillo de San Marcos. 
in St. Augustine, Florida, which is uh, one of the oldest cities in America, which was discovered in giant air quotes by Ponce de Leon. There's a lot of people who say that there it is haunted as shit. And none of those people are actually employees of the fort. But... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because everyone who's involved with taking care of the fort is like, uh, no, there's no ghosts. But luckily, our first main witness, Eric Spoonberg, who looks like every cult leader ever. (laughs) Yeah. It's like Keith Raniere in a few years. But he still has the inside scoop because, of course, Eric Spoonberg drops the, well, the people who work there have to have an official line on ghosts, probably. Like, the government yeah. gives a fuck. It's it's a government conspiracy against ghosts. He basically is saying that, like, the government says there's no ghosts. And they have to say that because they're the government. I wouldn't rule out ghosts. Well, Except for the fact that they don't exist. Of course there are ghosts. The fucking, the fucking rent-a-cops they get to patrol that, the fort, for $11 an hour. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they're so fucking tired. They're so tired of, of, like, fielding these fucking questions from people. Of like, oh, are there, are there conquistadors? Are there pirate ghosts? And they're like, hmm... Uh, no. Science has proven that the stimulation of the brain's left anterior insula is linked to the feeling of a sense present. And that repeated stimulation to an area of the left temporal parietal junction is what promotes the sense of a shadowy figure, collectively known as the Gestalt Gesfin syndrome. Talk about flinging dookie. Before we go any further, I'm going to pull out a fashion report. Ooh. Give me the thermometer, Aaron, real quick. Dude. Look at me, dude. No, no, no. Wow. Wow. Look at my body. Whoa. Check this out, man. Dude. You look weird, bro. So, Zach is wearing yet another kind of, like, crest. Yes. But this time, it's like a Templar shield. (laughs) <laughs> very uh appropriate for this sort of conquistador catholic uh you know area yeah this whole history and he also but to make sure it's not too christian he has a big old belt buckle with the skull and the wings <laughs> yeah pretty fucking nice I mean, you know, we've talked about Zach Bagans wearing spiritual armor. And yes. given the theme of this episode of full-on <laughs> battles, of Zach being in the fort, desiring to siege it, using his own words, what do you think, what, what, what protection do you think that this crest bestows upon him and his boys? So, I started listening to the audiobook version of... Ghost Hunting for Dummies, <laughs> written by Zach Baggins. Ooh, so are we, we're, we're splashing a Bible study inside of a fashion report. Holy, holy, holy. holy. So in that book, in the beginning, 
uh, he mentions <laughs> that uh, that the researcher himself is the most important tool. So the body, the the physical presence of the researcher mm-hmm. is the most important part. And now all I can think of is that Zach Baggins is basically a rodeo clown for ghosts. (laughs) (laughs) He exists to piss them the fuck off. And I think that his outerwear is a big part of that. Mm -hmm. Um, And if you think about the, what he wears as a, as a like gothic ghost hunting radio rodeo clown. Yeah. Instead of big shoes and using a fire extinguisher to make fart clouds, he is just making, he's wearing shiny belt buckles, lots of zippers, and spiking his hair up as much as it possibly can go just to be like, hey, look at me. Yeah, and insulting. (laughs) Insulting the air. Uh, I think that is probably the most accurate thing that's ever been said on this podcast <laughs> by a long shot. He's, he's, I mean, he is a professional troll. As he says, he is a master taunter. <laughs> he doesn't like bullying. He doesn't like bullying, but master taunter. Yeah. Ooh. He likes, he doesn't like bullying except when it's used in any other word. Like if you use a different word for it, provocateur. A taunter. (laughs) Then he's fine. He's fine. Am I taunting? You're taunting the crap out of it. And then they talk to goth mommy, Dusty Smith. (laughs) I love her. I love Dusty. Uh, I I think that Zach is really trying to uh, posture around her because Zach realizes... Oh, my God. Zach realizes his goth game needs work in the presence of such a aged and professional goth. She's like a real witch. Yeah, yeah. And and she's wearing like some sparkly, like semi-translucent sleeves. Yeah, gothy, gothy, goth, goth Jima. And uh, and yet again, he has <laughs> he has stepped up like three steps higher than her. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Did you notice this? And he's like looming yeah. from behind her. Mm-hmm. Asking her questions, like trying to look as large as he can. I would love to see Zach try and rock those uh, frilly sleeves just to like copy the goth mommy style, but I don't think he ever would, because it would dra- just it would detract from his constant flexing of his arms, which he does so much through this episode. Yeah, yeah. This one is another one where he's got the he's he's carrying along the same energy he had in the last episode. Yeah. That that strikes me as a little desperate. Uh-huh. Um kind of like like again he's a little afraid because this is the second season of a show he didn't know was going to get picked up again. Mhm. And now it's like now it's serious and now they got to remain they got to get all the good juicy stuff and he's got to be so hot and so mysterious and he's got to be so amped. Dude. Serious. I personally don't know if it's desperation or if it's because every interview, every subsequent interview gets him more and more horny for (laughs) the ghost action. Well, so the girl that comes on like right after we first meet Dusty. Yes, that would be Allison. Allison Edwards, uh, who is a local witness. Oh, local witness Allison. She is such an Allison. 
she's like, oh, the hills around here are basically graves. There's a bunch of bones down there. Bones. Human bones. Bones. Then Zach's like, oh, you mean there's like bodies under these hills? And she's like, yeah, if you see anything like sticking up, just push it back down with your shoe. Mm-hmm. And Zach, Zach looks at the camera all hunched over flexing because he's trying to like get his belly in as much as he can in front of this young woman and he just he's just like he's looking at the camera just like yeah yeah i don't know man the face the facial expression i got from him at that point was like he was he was try he was like making a, making a pained attempt at a reaction face mm-hmm. but he but he just looks like he's like vaguely disgusted yeah yeah for sure i mean i the way i read it like he because he he does this he demures when he's on camera he he wants to hear all the gruesome details but then he feels like he has to act like he doesn't like it like right it's it's almost it's almost like he's <laughs> yeah. uh, interacting with a lover and he's like no stop he's playing hard to get he's yeah. playing hard to get i can't i can't listen to any more of this bug Barity. I am far too hot and bothered. <laughs> he just bu- he b- b- pulls out a, a little fan, a hand fan, unfurls a little it. Little black fan. And start <laughs> it's got a bunch of skulls on it, and he starts yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This paper cooling device will keep me at a proper temperature. Give me a f- give me a thermometer real quick. You know, the first the first bit of Zach's boner, the first thing that starts sending blood to his ghost penis is the fact that there's a, a hill filled with bodies according to one person that isn't a historian. The second thing, Zach Zach sees perhaps a kindred spirit in Dusty. Oh. She she's explaining <laughs> seeing the depression of a body in one of the beds and Zach is like, "Well, <laughs> Did you, did you did you get some? Did you hop right in there and get some? Now, do you did you get in the next one? Was it kind of telling you to jump in bed here with it or what? He has this moment where he looks at her like sort of like like I I I don't know if they cut it or if he was just about to say it where he's like well, you know like like if I were if I if I it was it was me. <laughs> was like, I was the ghost. Would you like yeah. you know you'd probably like jump in there, right? Like well, because there, there's definitely the implication of what Zach is saying is not lost on Dusty. As Dusty says, <laughs> well, I was I was married at the time. I didn't want to cheat on the old man. And Zach exposes his in a very like, like, like dry cut to really leave the moment hanging. Zach condones cheating so long as there is no evidence of the cheating. <laughs> Sorry, I bit some pizza. Oh. Well, I don't think they'd be able to tell. There'd be no evidence. Dude, not cool. Zach Bagans, you know, it doesn't count if she's dead. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Wait, well, yeah. that has bad implications. Yeah, it's really bad implications. <laughs> it doesn't count if she's dead and non corporeal. Ugh, still, that doesn't work, and that would be a terrible Tinder profile. <laughs> I wonder if Zach, you know, Zach's single now. I wonder if we, if we set, oh, if we, he? if we make a catfish spooky goth mommy account in Las Vegas, will we find Zach Bagans? Mm, I think, I don't think he needs Tinder. He's a, such a big celebrity in Vegas. 
he could just he can go to his museum and just like wait for the hot like you know big titty goth girl to come in and him just go hey I'm my name's Zach and she'll like oh my god do you want to see a collection of haunted condoms that I use <laughs> There is a lot of discussion as to whether or not the substance that is dried on the inside is semen or ectoplasm. Dude. No, don't, dude. Listen, man. No, this don't, dude. dude. We're, we're already punchy in this episode. We're just getting started. <laughs> I know, man. I, I don't know why I'm so mad at Zach right now. This, because like, he was... Okay, we're, we're going to get into it in a second. I know why yeah, I'm Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. Yeah, I'm fucking mad. And the audience will be mad at him, too, at the end of this. Yeah. So uh, they talk to another witness who is Karen Harvey. She is a, a, a nice old lady tour guide who discusses how when the Americans took the fort in 1821, a cannon fell into a secret walled off room. And when they dug out that room, they found it full of bones. Bones. Human bones. Bones. Chained to the wall. Yeah. And she says bones. 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 Yeah. She says it with, like, the fucking, like, butler at a haunted mansion in Scooby-Doo. <laughs> bones. Bones. Bodies that were chained to the wall. The bones of people that had been kept in the dungeon and sealed in there to die. Let's get going. And I love it. I love because she she delivers the bones line and Zach Zach is like, whoa, I'm gonna go out a limb here and say that there is some crazy shit that happens there. And it cuts to her after shit of her looking like, did you just swear at me, young man? <laughs> well so then she also mentions that like there's a spooky room like a cell mm-hmm. where they took a uh, a psychic in there. Uh-huh. Always good. Like, no one else is allowed in there. Yeah. Uh, they took a psychic in there, and she was assaulted by ghosts. Yeah. And had a flip out. And, and Zach does this real... He just is so... I mean, this is like... He, he really, you are talking... Like, you're right about the whole, like... He's on his, like paranormal tantric orgasm here yeah because he's getting to the the point and he just looks at the camera and he's like well i guess i know what i'm doing tonight yep (laughs) (sighs) and the edging continues as they discuss with further evidence as they they talk not only to eric spoonberg again but to ray couch yeah ray couch Uh, and they they fucking this is this is a perfect example this whole episode is a perfect example of how zach tries to control the narrative about the haunting stories because it starts with dusty where dusty's talking about seeing a spirit and she's like we saw the spirit of a soldier and we felt protected and zach before she is about to say what zach tries to say but zach just tries to control the narrative he's like so you mean it's like they were guarding the fort? And she was like, yeah, it's like they were guarding the fort. I was about to fucking say that. <laughs> and then with Ray Couch, Ray Couch is like, it's Super Bowl Sunday. And I was, you know, leading some people around and we heard footsteps coming out and it sounded like more than one. And Zach was like, oh, so you mean like a ti- an entire fleet of soldiers? And he was like, yeah, yeah, more than one. Sure. <laughs> 
fucking yeah sure so this is where we get into the pirate ghost yeah this kid's like talking about some pirate that was like you know brought on to that part of the land and just fucking killed horribly well so that that pirate was andrew ransom and he was caught by the the spanish and cal coogan is one of the people who are talking about andrew ransom andrew ransom the pirate and uh yeah he was he was unlucky that they didn't hold him for (laughs) ransom (laughs) fucking nerd Good. I'm there. I'm gonna put the 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 loudest rim shot possible there. So they they grotted Andrew Ransom, which is where you're you're like tied to a post and you get like a a, a rope around your neck that is placed with a uh, like a bar between it and somebody yeah, twists they just it, twist it until you're fucking strangled to death. And this is again like you could see Zach, his he is on the edge. Come. He is about to blow, <laughs> as two separate people describe grotting to him. <laughs> oh yeah, dark death. So then he takes a stout stick oh, and man. he puts it through the knot and twists. Oh god. Cal Coogan has a picture of somebody that looks like it's wearing like a frill in a photo. That's apparently the ghost of Andrew Ransom. I'm not convinced by that one. I, if that if that picture is real, that's like the best photographic evidence of ghost ever. Yeah, basically, yeah. That's the thing is like it's too good to be true in every sense. Again, again, I try. I'm. I know that I'm skeptical, audience. I know I'm a skeptical fucking like buzzkill. But for fuck's sake, like if that is an actual verified photo of ghosts, like. That is on the upper echelon of best ghost photos ever captured, period. It's like a yeah. full body, full detail, like you can see the guy's face apparition. <laughs> I was watching this episode with my roommate because I had to go get her from the hospital this morning because she had acute appendicitis. Had to get that pulled out of her belly button. And um, so I took the day off of work to go pick her up and help her. And so she's like, I was like, yeah, I'm just, all I have to do is just like watch this episode for the podcast. And she's like, oh, I'll take my, my, you know, Oxycontin and watch it with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we, we sat and watched it and like, talk about a fucking buzzkill, Joel. Mm-hmm. Like every single thing was like, she's like, she's like, that's bullshit. <laughs> bullshit. Stupid. Dude, I'm crying, dude. What? I don't know why. So speaking of somebody who is not at all limp, after Zach... (laughs) The least flaccid man. Zach is the least flaccid boy in the world after hearing about Andrew Andrew Ransom's grotting and being shown uh, the pirate ghost photo. And this is where he gets right up to the edge. He is... If he doesn't squirt here, then he's gonna... That could explain why he's so angry (laughs) later. Well, this is when we start talking about the floating head, right? Yep. Eric Spoonberg discusses the uh, seminal leader, Osceola, that was captured by the Americans and imprisoned until he died of malaria. I'm assuming in squalid conditions because America. And a fucking doctor cuts off Osceola's head to study, in quotes, and also apparently... To use to scare his children by putting the severed head on his children's bedposts to frighten them. 
I mean, this does sound like some colonizer shit. That, I mean, that's not that long ago. 1821 is, is, is literally 200 Dude, years ago. People would do that shit now. You, do you know how fucking insane and like the, the internet is full of there are, I see people on TikTok all the time that would do this <laughs> shit if they could get away with it. Well, speaking of things that uh, people do for views, Zach is getting really excited about the f- prospect of a floating head. Like, he could barely handle it. He's fanning himself. Yeah. He's getting yeah. wet. And, and he looks right in his face and he says, that must have been one pissed off Indian. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> yeah. And he, he even he even like stops himself midway through. He goes he goes, I mean, that must have been, excuse me, one pissed off Indian. Like yeah. he can't <laughs> even stop himself. Remember, I am not doing this because I have disrespect. Everything that guy just says is bullshit. Thank you. So Zach is also told about a, an island not far where the Spanish <laughs> murdered a bunch of French pot Protestants, uh, 250 in fact, and Zach looks to the boys and says, we have to go there. We have to go to Anastasia Island. And that's mm-hmm. where we get our, our first skit of the season. Oh, oh man, that's so funny because I wrote down uh, fat canoe sketch. <laughs> this is Aaron. Aaron is already like, you know, going into this, things are uh, a little rough. You can tell that Zach is a little bit too turgid. And they get a boat to try and go to this island, which has a visitor center and a bunch of trails. So I'm assuming they could have just taken a car, but. They could just walk! They could just walk! Oh my god! But so they they get a boat and Zach makes sure to include the moment where he turns to Aaron and demands that he sit in the middle because he's too heavy and demands that he doesn't wiggle around too much. And and like, man, Aaron is not that fat. If you're so concerned about getting in the water, just fucking drive your stupid Scion XB over there. And, you know, listen to some Faith No More or some uh, Paramore or whatever he wants to listen to. Sade, as we established. <laughs> oh, yeah, Sade, yeah. Well, it's 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 so funny because this is like, this is a brand new Zach uh, phobia. Yeah, water. Because, like, we, knew, we found out early, early on in the first season that Zach is scared of heights. Very deathly afraid of heights. And we find out that he's scared of snakes. Yep. And now we find out he is terrified of falling out of a canoe. because Due to uh, a perceived fatness. It's funny because at this point, you know, because Zach gets afraid. Gets, Zach gets mad at everybody else for being afraid of things. But man, I think of <laughs> yeah. all of them, Zach is the most afraid of the most things. Yeah, like real life things. Well, he's also afraid of ghosts because he freaks out all the fucking time. <laughs> he, he extra freaks out in this episode. 
yeah if 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 he wasn't afraid of the paranormal as he claims he wouldn't like react with fear every time a noise happens near him <laughs> you heard that right? i heard that is right behind your shoulder dude shut up man well don't move don't move you're safe it's a brick wall no, i know it's safe it's fine i'm not scared i'm not big with heights man all right just aaron please stand still dude i saw a snake i saw a f snake Wait, that doll scares me I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm out. I'm out. Come on! Stop! Stop! Nick, Aaron, call him out for a second. Sometimes you have luck with this. Because you're the one that always shows fear. Zach makes them all climb into a boat for no reason to paddle out to Anastasia Island. Zach is very uh, pandering to Aaron. He's like, Aaron, do you see the fort? The giant, the only thing that's in the fucking foreground. Yep. Oh my god, that's literally like word for word what I wrote in my notes, Joel. <laughs> Can you see the fort? The only thing visible on the horizon? Yeah, yeah. Can you use your fat fucking eyes to see that fort, you fat piece of shit? Don't move around. Don't use your move your head too much. Can you, like, force your fat eyes open? Yeah. If you move that fat head to try and see that fort, you're going to fucking capsize this, you fat <laughs> piece of shit. Oh, God. But, and, and again, poor Aaron. You know, you know they do multiple takes. They, they, they set up a camera so Zach could give his speech about the slaughter at Anastasia Island outside the fort. And of course, they keep the one where Aaron is just trying to walk and he almost falls down the rocks and dies. This is where I thought just three stooges. Yeah. You know, this is just and 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 Zach gets to do one of his favorite things, which is like, look at Aaron and then go. <laughs> yeah. To shake his head. Look, look, looks back at the camera and he's like, this fucking equipment tech, dude. Yeah. <laughs> we got to get rid of this fucking guy. You know, we need a we actually need a real investigator. Isn't that right, best friend Nick, the only person I trust in the friend. world? My best friend. My best friend who I'll never not be best friends with. Yeah, my 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 tightest of tight bros. My closest buddy bro, my brother, my brother. But of course, despite how much uh how many curls and push-ups Zach Bagans does to maintain his body, he can't open a single door without Aaron's fucking help. <laughs> yes and you know this whole sketch like it's so weird because they obviously they they move from this fort and they start bushwhacking aaron's trying to look out for spiders it's florida that's a good thing to be looking out for there's a lot and they they they're they're, they're doing this bushwhacking part of the sketch and then it like they quote unquote find the trail because this is a park the trail that is clearly marked, it has like a nice wooden path built with signage that explains the 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 events in history. <laughs> Eventually they find the beach. And Zach has the the bright idea after, you know, he's there and he's like, you know what? Thinking about the 250 people who died here makes me mad against the Spanish. Goddamn Spaniards! God damn it! So mad! That he gets mad enough that he wants to declare war on Castillo de San Marcos. He wants to go full yeah. on battle and siege it. And to do that, he takes a water bottle and fills it with sand because he says that's like throwing holy water on a demon with no evidence or reason. 
fucking rodeo clown, Joel. Yeah, yeah. Rodeo clown. This is rodeo clown shit. They're in a fort? Let's lay siege, us three bros. Yeah, us three bros with this bottle of sand. Because you know what? It's dry. It's scratchy. It's coarse. It's coarse. <laughs> it gets everywhere. <laughs> it gets everywhere. <laughs> we believe this EVP came from an intelligent spirit. I mean, we so we, we found out that Aaron is a very religious man. True. So, I guess of the three, he is what like the paladin <laughs> or the monk. I would say I would say a, no. He's a paladin because he comes fully equipped with armor because he's got that vest. Oh yeah, full on. Yeah, he's the paladin. Uh, like Zach is. Uh, I mean, probably the warrior. Yeah. I was going to say warlock because he does try to commune with otherworldly entities often. Or just a really bad bard. <laughs> yeah. I think I think Nick is the townsperson. <laughs> what? <laughs> he doesn't get a class? No, he's he's an NPC that the 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 main party has picked up. He, the, the, the the DM plays. Yeah. He doesn't have a lot that he brings to the table as far as diversity or skills. Nerds! 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 Sorry, I'm eating like DiGiorno pizza right now. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> my mouth is full. I sound like shit. And speaking of things that are kind of shit, let's get into the lockdown oh! of Castillo <laughs> de San Marcos. <laughs> this is how Ghost Adventures crew gets locked down. I can't wait to get locked in here. I'm just pumped. You guys pumped? <laughs> Let's go get this started. I'm nervous. There's been a, a prevailing theme through some of the episodes of Ghost uh, Ghost Adventures, which is not convincing in the least. Mm -hmm. And this is the least convincing episode I've ever seen. A lot of fucking dumb fucking devices. Yeah, the first thing they do is they, they set up an EM pump uh, next to some coins in the treasure room that doesn't do anything and they never talk about it again. Well, so it's it's a little box that, that has him, him, on it, it just says EM pump on it. Yeah. And it's a little box and it has a single switch on it for on or off and a light. Mm -hmm. And so it's just the most like snake oil, uh, you know, device. It just, it's just, oh God, it just makes me think of something that someone would, would buy to like. Just flick on it, like yeah, it gives good vibes. Here, exactly, it's the good vibe box. You turn it on, you get good vibes all day. Well, I believe it just takes D cell batteries. So uh, there is a uh, a person who is responsible for many of these devices. His name is Bill Chapel. Oh, is that who that is? Because they're that's their 007 Q. They really love his devices. The internet, not so much. Because I did some research. Um, but we'll get into that more oh, no. as we go on. So <laughs> they leave some coins in this room and completely forget about it. And then they go to the uh, they go to the jail and they get a scream. Yeah. Now, Eric, what do you think about this scream? So my first reaction was, oh, decent scream. 
But then my roommate was like, you know, Buzzkill came in and went, that's a seagull. <laughs> See, and, I thought the same uh, thing. And then <laughs> that totally ruined it for me. And now I do believe it was a seagull. It, it sounds just like a seagull in the distance. This is the second time a bird has bamboozled our boys. I am beginning to think that these boys don't know what birds are. Can you imagine the, these boys on like a, on like a, a bird watching <laughs> out bird watching? They're just like, shut up, shut up. I think, I think I see like a red breasted tit. <laughs> Wait, look, hang on. Is that a chickadee? Oh my God, dude. Oh my God, dude. No, something just flew right past me, dude. Something just, <laughs> something flew right past me just now, dude. Did you get it on camera? Did you get it on camera? We reviewed the footage and we captured <laughs> a mated pair of doves. <laughs> I'm, I'm crying and I don't know why. It's because it's beautiful, bro. And so they get they get a bird scream. Two episodes in a row, bamboozled by birds. Oh my god, is that? Is, can we? Can, are we gonna change the name of this podcast to Bamboozled by Birds? <laughs> this is just absolutely incredible. It gives me just chills, just natural chills. Yeah, they get bamboozled by a bird, and that leads them into the Bones Room. We got a lot of good alliteration here. The Bone Zone. Zach yells Komateyamas, which means, what is your name? And Aaron follows that up with his own Komateyamas, <laughs> and he follows that up with E2, which means, what is your name? And you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> Oh man, so, so well, I love this scene because it's three grown men in a room freaking the fuck out nonstop. Like Zach gets uh, blown on his neck. That's the camera drop moment. He get he goes whoa, and then like and then he starts blowing on his boys like that. It just blew right on my neck. Blew right on my. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, nothing new with him blowing his boys. Um, and then there's like, like Aaron hears whispers, and their bodies are getting touched, and they're freaking out. Mm -hmm. uh, and then this is one of my favorite, my favorite, uh, Aaron bullying moments, mm -hmm. where. Aaron just keeps hearing stuff that no one else is hearing. Yeah. So basically he keeps jumping in a little too much to the point where Nick and Zach both turn and Zach's like, all right, then you do it. <laughs> and he's like, okay. He's basically like, okay, so you want to fucking lead this thing? Like, okay. So you just like keep hearing stuff. Like you do it. You say stuff, say something, fucking provoke them, do it. And then Aaron fails miserably yep. at provoking the ghosts. No one can beat Nick for his failure to provoke ghosts. No one, you know, N Nick has no room to talk, Mr. Do you eat oysters? At least Aaron tries to stay <laughs> on a fucking, like, you know, interesting <laughs> comment. Oh my God. I feel really, really sad, man. Zach uh, starts playing with chains, mentioning what a wrong thing it was for them to done to those bones that got left behind. 
<laughs> you shouldn't have done that to them bones. They shouldn't have done that to them bones. And those rattling bones. And then they get a they get an EVP that sounds like a Goron, the uh, a, a sort of a, and then there's this gurgling, like straight up like Ringu like grudge ghost. <laughs> And now, the sound from the grudge. Like, how a Japanese ghost ended up in this conquistador <laughs> fort, I don't know. But they definitely pick up this, like... But yeah, Zack is playing with the chains, and he freaks the fuck out. And he he says, I've never freaked out like this before, ever. Which is a lie, because we've watched the previous season and the documentary. He's freaked out harder, but whatever. That's just brutal. That's just like, oh gosh, wow, wow. They sent Aaron to go get another static cam set up in there. And we cut to commercial on him sprinting back in a flurry of dudes and bros. Yeah, dude. <laughs> As as he apparently was chased back into the room by a spooky set of spectral footprints. Yeah, well, so so they're like they're like it, our static cam picked up the sound of the footsteps following him and his reaction, and it sounds more like him walking and then going. Oh, dude! Oh, man! And just running, you know. So I, there's no, it's it doesn't it doesn't hold up as evidence. So this is when the episode takes the, a turn for the silly. <laughs> so they they leave and they set up in another room and Zach drops his zinger, his Spanish language joke, oh. where he informs that the Spanish ghost that it is not Joe Fort. Man, oh man. That that is just so dumb and so so fucking stupid on so many levels. As a practicing stand-up comedian, it is not surprising to me that he doesn't get any evidence in that room because he clearly walked the fucking audience with that one. <laughs> I honestly okay, so like in my head, I just imagine I'm I that that moment I I just took that snapshot of his understanding mm-hmm. of like Spaniards from the 1500s. <laughs> and I'm trying to do a little rewind and imagining how he thinks those people lived and they're like all in sombreros yeah. and they're all eating nachos and there's like you know like just the most stereotypical Mexican, like they're 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 like hitting a a, a pinata. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't understand the difference between Spain oh. and Mexico. That's for sure. This is our fort, nachos. It's my Spanish comedy. Just prior to that was the horse shit. Ah, uh, yes, one of my favorite drops. Yes. You've you've used it a lot. Um, they're walking through 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 this place, and Aaron goes, "Oh, it smells! It smells like horse shit." Yeah. And then Zach fucking spins Aaron around, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Come here, come here!" And he just starts sniffing Aaron and like smelling his body. Yeah. 
And he's like, whoa, oh, is it you? And then Aaron goes, I smell beautiful. And that, that is that is Aaron like, yes, yes, daddy, you do smell beautiful. You fucking advocate <laughs> for yourself. What that scene made me think <laughs> is that Aaron, in the previous episode, realizing that Zach will call out uh, a fart as potential demon sulfur. <laughs> I think Aaron now yeah. realizes that he could beef on a ghost adventure and get Zach to smell it. <laughs> and like and like really sniff at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He like go for it. If he if as long as he remains in the kayfabe and just like do you smell that? Zach Zach will suck it in as hard as he can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what is that? It smells like a corpse in here. Oh what? Uh, oh, it's stinky. <laughs> uh. it, it's starting to dissipate. Wait, give it a get another sniff. You... I think it's coming back. Oh, it's it's getting in my body. I'm feeling cold. <laughs> oh, you know, I felt cold in there. Suddenly, there's a big warmth around me. It's like a, it's like a cloud or something. <laughs> like a cloud of warmth came up towards my face, <laughs> and then suddenly, sulfur. A mocking of the Trinity. <laughs> I smelled three different bursts of warm air coming from below. It was a mocking of the Trinity. And I, and I heard an evil growl. <laughs> we, we isolated the audio for you to hear. I'm starting to smell some weird stuff too. Yeah, are you smelling that? It just hit me over here. Kind of like sulfur. The fart happens. Uh, Aaron smells beautiful. Zach walks an audience with his bad joke. And then he starts speaking Spanish. He goes into the soldier's room and he brings out the sand from Anastasia Island. And he tries to get the yeah. ghost to slap it out of his hand. It's Encinos! It's Encinos! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just, yeah. Atake! Atake! Taco! Burrito! <laughs> A number three! <laughs> oh, God! This, his assumption that the ghost would be mad at sand... I guess like why why would that make the ghost of the Spaniards mad wouldn't they be proud of that sand because on that sand they killed a bunch of their enemies like wouldn't they be high five like yeah it's the massacre I, sand bro we did that that's pretty sweet it's just it it's 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 uh it's it's ghost logic he's creating significance for the sand he's creating a story around it and he's like, he's like, this is a new weapon, dude. This is a weapon we got. But you know what would be a better weapon? Considering that they're dealing with Catholics. You can just yeah. get a picture of the Pope and shit on it. <laughs> oh, man. That stirred it up, I bet. <laughs> now we get the word bullets. The word no. gun. I love this shit so much. Well, so first, first they get like a quick little man moan EVP. Yeah. Well, yeah, so Aaron really does smell beautiful and a ghost breathes into the nape of his neck and is like, ah. 
<laughs> yes. And then Zach tries to open a door. Um, he tries to open the door to the, to what, like the, the, it's the room where they, it's the cell where they put the, the psychic yeah. who freaked out. Yeah. And so they're like, we're going to go in there. No one's ever been in here except for one psychic who lost her mind. It was never <laughs> the same. She got pushed. Uh, so we're going to get in there. She got pushed to the edge and she's about to break. <laughs> <laughs> so they open, they, he like, he like tries really hard and then he gets the lock open and he like, <laughs> he tries to be really badass about it. And he looks at the camera and he's like, I'd say that's open. <laughs> and then and then imme- and then immediately they start with the Aaron bullying again. And this is the this is the first time you can really see on Aaron's face that he is exasperated and not enjoying this good natured ribbing that Zach is providing. Yeah. And so again they, they, they come at him and they're like, like, Aaron, you lead the scene. Like you fucking do it. Uh and Aaron tries to yell at ghosts mm-hmm. and uh, Zach is unimpressed again. Oh yeah, completely. Oh god, Aaron does not know how to fucking threaten ghosts. It's because he's not a mean person. No, he's like he's like there's like uh like a lot of people in here. It's just like use our energy. Yeah. Talk into this microphone. Use the cameras, the electricity. Use it and t- talk cuz like you hurt and stuff. <laughs> He's too exasperated to really get his good improv game, which is why Zach busts out word gun, word gun camera, (laughs) word gun. And they're like, we were talking with a scientist who built us this, this word gun. Uh, and, and he like puts on these like weird, like techno goggles that connect to the word gun. It's so fucking stupid, but I want one so bad. Well, so here's the thing, Eric. I did a little research on this item in particular. Oh. Yeah. It is called the Ovulus. Oh. Which sounds like the name of uh, some high-end birth control. And yes. it was created <laughs> by Bill Chapel who is a retired electronics engineer who is interested in the uh, paranormal who creates devices for the field. This is where this is the guy they go to all the time. And I don't want to talk to a scientist. Y'all motherfuckers lying and getting me pissed. The whole basis for this episode, this 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 device, this ovulus is that it has a word data bank where all the words are at different EM frequencies to allow ghosts to select words using their various power levels, I guess. Oh God, it's so fucking convoluted and weird and dumb. And it's like, how the fuck do you expect a a Spanish ghost from the 1500s to not only know English, Mm -hmm. but also know how to attune their own existence frequency? Yeah. To match with a library of English words in a fucking electric gun attached to this douchebag's face. Exactly. Electric gun glasses. And here's the thing, Eric. The first thing that you need to know is that the Ovulus is marketed as an entertainment device only. Because that's what the government wants. (laughs) They had to label it like that because otherwise they couldn't get approved to sell it. (laughs) 
the 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 reviews of these objects these these items are most paranormal research groups have thrown them out now because you can oh. pull out random words out of a hat and get the same responses with the same accuracy as out of this fucking device. <laughs> oh man, it's so fun. So he like straps it on and he's walking around just pointing this like weird shaped gun out and and he hears like two words. As he's about to leave, it's like turn around and i love the robot voice by the way i'm la- i'm yeah. turn around it's uh it's very speaking spell yeah that <laughs> that's that's how you know it's real is it it's the the circuitry was actually just taken from a speaking spell yeah so so the thing goes upstairs and they're like they're like what oh no what upstairs <gasps> oh uh and then it says camera and like <laughs> It you know fucking I'm sorry, a a, a fucking Spanish conqui- a Spaniard, a Spanish person from the 1500s said camera. Yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck off. So then it's like upstairs, and so they go upstairs and they look around. They leave the stand of camera. They catch the like like the lighting. It, it looks yeah. It looks vaguely like a like a someone lighting a lantern. Yeah. Um, and then. But then they also notice the the flashes of light on the cannon holes, like where the cannons go through the through the wall. And I was like, "Well, that looks a lot like car fla- car headlights." Yeah. And and my roommate looked it up, and she's like, "Yeah, there's a freeway right next to it." Yeah. <laughs> well, there's there's a there's a fucking freeway right next to it, and it's Florida, so oh. that could just be the reflection of a distant meth lab going up, like. <laughs> it's, going it's... up in flame poof and you know what that's it man like i think as far as fun this episode's fine right it's like it's fun to watch but it does make me mad at zach because he's constantly mean to aaron he is and there's just like <sighs> nothing going on that is actually interesting it's just them feeling cold and some wind like that's basically what we're getting yeah we don't see any physical harm yeah uh we don't see any apparitions besides like a light Mm -hmm. um we are all the evps sound like aaron's stomach or him breathing yeah yeah Um, (laughs) any evp where it's like and we caught a breath near the camera it's like could it be the person breathing near the camera (laughs) That sounds just like Aaron going. Ugh. Yeah, <laughs> not scary, not good, and 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 most most of the evidence that they have is is just is just them freaking out in a small room. Which again, fun to watch. I will tune in to watch them yell and scream any day. But goddamn, this this yeah. this episode. I'm going to get, this is like the lowest rated episode so far for me, as far as ghost content and the highest rated episode so far as, uh, insensitivity to other cultures and history is concerned. (laughs) Oh man. 
Yeah, well, I mean, I'm sure that that's going to be overtaken <laughs> as we go. Well, uh, just to wet your whistles, all of our witches and warlocks out there, uh, in t- just two episodes is the first time the boys go to a former slave plantation. So strap the fuck on in. Ooh. <laughs> fuck, man. We're going to get canceled for covering that episode. <laughs> it's if, if this was the first episode I ever watched of this show, mm-hmm. I don't think it would have caught me. Oh, yeah, no. I don't think I would have like gotten into it. Basically, if this is the first episode you've watched, you saw a goth bro be mean to his friends and pretend to get blown on for a bit. That's it. <laughs> yeah, get scared, get scared in a room with chains in his hands. You know, I think... Because this episode is such bullshit, it's time to bring our own <laughs> bullshit to the table, and it's time to challenge Zach Bagans oh. to come fight us in the dark. This is very dangerous, guys. It's like we're going in for the attack. I would be ready to perform an exorcism. Show me your power. You guys are playing with fire. The thing in the episode for me that really takes the cake is the would you say the ovipositor? Yeah, the ov- <laughs> what was it? The ovulus. The the ovulus. The, the ovulus. Yes. <laughs> you. We hear the splorching of eggs being inserted into Aaron's behind. <laughs> the squelching sound of an egg being deposited inside of Aaron. That that was that was the sound. That was the growling sound that they caught. Was an egg. This was a bit too lubed up in the tube. <laughs> I am challenging Zach to come fight me in the dark, but we do not choose our own moves. This is 3D chess. We are both going to be wearing our ovipositors, and we are going to take every step that it tells us to take while we stare at each other in the dark. Yes. And it says, step forward, (laughs) move right upside down. Table camera. <laughs> oh, great minds, Eric. Great minds. Oh. Because <laughs> my, my favorite theme that runs through this is Zach wanting to bring full-on battles, to declare war, to siege it, this whole fort. Yeah. He wants to bring a siege to it. So you know what I was thinking? Mm. What would be the most difficult battle to have in the dark now with these with speaking of our moves being done for us we have to have the ovulus the on our faces ovipositor uh, the ovipositor is on our faces (laughs) as we sit in the middle of a fort and play a game of risk Ooh! oh my god this is the most peaceful and yet like most sophisticated this is this is high technology but i don't know when the last time you played risk is but that game never ends peacefully i think zach is a as a fucking board flipper i mean does that means he loses though exactly but he won't admit it once i corner him in australia once i just surround him and he's only in australia he's gonna flip the board after six hours when the ovulus tells you camera what does that mean (laughs) <laughs> what do you what where do you move your characters like where do you move your army 
Yeah, I think that would be pretty difficult because there is only a one in 1,024 chance for the ovulus to give a word that actually related to something. <laughs> you know, you know, and, and and if this episode is any evidence, not only are we playing the longest board game in existence, yeah. we're also going to be waiting hours and hours <laughs> for this thing to tell us to do anything and the chances of us to chances of it telling us to do anything that means anything in a fight or associated with risk are like one in a million yeah yeah punch face <laughs> take west africa ugh <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> Wow. Yeah, I, I... You know, that's an, that's an appropriately boring <laughs> battle for this stupid fucking episode. Yeah, that is, you, that is the kind of quality that you can expect for such a fucking garbage pile. <laughs> uh, just imagine us in the dark. Just, just, just waiting with Zach. <laughs> we have like our fucking, uh, like, vo- like the cameras just looking at the wrist board. <sighs> Come on, man. Every like tw- just holding these guns, pointed these guns at each other. <laughs> just at each other. It's whoever it's whoever becomes zen enough to fluctuate their energy in such a way to use the ovulus itself. I mean, Zach can fluctuate his energy much better than we can. Just because he's splorched more from his o- ovipositor. Uh- <laughs> Holy shit. Is that all you can do is just make some stupid little noises? Because that's not going to make me scream like a little girl. Dance floor is yours. Show yourself. I can't can't think of a better way for this episode to end than just kind of on a fizzle out. Because... (laughs) I know! This is like the saddest end we've ever had to an episode. It's it's like, you know... Fuck it. Because, you know, this episode... Good job, guys. It's whatever. It's whatever. Yeah. Good job, you fucking idiots. We're entering into a descent into problematicness. Let me let me let me tempt let me tempt our witches and warlocks because we love you. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned as next next time they go to a place where a bunch of Native Americans died and you get to hear Zach try and talk to them, which is very painful. Followed by uh, a visit to a plantation, Rutro. <laughs> and then it all comes together in episode five at the Birdcage Theater, where Zach gets really horny about murdered prostitutes. And Eric, I, I love you, buddy. Hey, I love you too, Joel. Thanks a lot. Yeah, <laughs> you're the only light in this darkness. Like, damn right I am. I'm a fucking joy. <laughs> All right, all you witches and warlocks, thank you so much for listening. Me and Eric really appreciate it. We love doing this nonsense. So if you love it, please follow us on Twitter, at CFMITD. Please send all of your questions, your fan art of Zach doing horrible things to Aaron, to Aaron, spelled A-A-R-O-N, is a bottom biatch, B-I-A-T-C-H, at gmail.com. Find us on Podbean and Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Please leave us a review, like us, give us some five stars. It helps promote the show. If you want to share it around, show your friends, we would really appreciate it. Thanks. We love you. Have a good night.